Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of rescue. Put your two hands together for Jesus. Celebrate the Lord. Oh, you are clapping for Jesus. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. The I am that I am. The mighty one, the God. The creator of the ends of the earth. Slap your two hands together and just give him glory. Hallelujah. Oh, I couldn't hear you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout through your nose marks. Hallelujah. Put your two hands together for Jesus. Amen. Let's take back our seat. God richly bless you for coming for today. Amen. Tell someone by your side, your life will certainly not be the same. God has a blessing in store for you tonight. Hallelujah. We have established throughout the few days that we started that for us to experience all round fruitfulness in every aspect of our lives being it marital in our career lives in our financial life in our relationships in whatever we do in our businesses whatever we do our academics whatever we do with our lives in the quest for our destinies we need to first flourish in the spirit. The Bible tells us in 3 John verse 2. He says, My dearly beloved, I wish above all things that you will prosper. The word prosper over there is the Greek word yodo. And yodo means that you will do well. That means you will be fruitful. You will excel. You will be fruitful. You will do well even as your soul does well or prospers. In other words, for you to do well, which is, is the, his desire for us, it will be on the foundation of soul prosperity or of the spirit's prosperity. So he says that I wish that you prosper in health in all you do, even as your soul is also prospering. So your soul prosperity is the first thing. Say the first thing. Your spirit doing well is the first thing because life is first spiritual before it became physical. God breathed his breath of life or his spirit into the, the clay and he became a living soul or a living being. Hallelujah. And God created the heavens which is spiritual before he made the earth. And Jesus says that everything we want to be done on earth, we should pray that what is in heaven should be done on earth. That means that there are things in heaven that determine what must be done on this earth. And so we have been looking at the determinants 
some of the things that can make us flourish or become fruitful in our spiritual life, our relationship with God, so that other things will fall in line this year. And we saw from the determinants of spiritual fruitfulness, doing well in our spiritual life, we said number one is consistent word addiction. He says, for his delight is in the law of the Lord. For in his law he meditates day and night. And as he does that, he shall be like a tree and he will be fruitful. Amen. And then secondly, we said consistent prayer life. Consistent prayer life. Aside you receiving. You see, one time I said something. Let me repeat it. I said anytime you open the word of God, you have opened the mouth of God. And anytime you start opening your mouth to pray, it is you talking to God. But the day you open the word, it is God talking to you. So anytime you open the word of God, you have opened the mouth of God. And so you speak to God in prayer. God speaks to you by his word. Amen. Oh, amen. That is the two-way affair. You speak to God in prayer. He speaks back to you in his word or through his word. And so, consistent prayer also helps you to do well in your spiritual life. Amen. Jesus, in Mark 1.35, yesterday I didn't give you that scripture. In Mark 1.35, Bible says that he woke up early before day, before all the disciples woke up and all the congregation that had followed him from far. Before they woke up, he woke up around three that about went to the mountains to go and wait on the Lord alone. And so it is very important that no matter how busy you are, you will be like Jesus and you will be like Daniel who used to pray three times before the day comes to an end. How many times, how many hours do you pray? Hallelujah. It's a key to success in your spiritual life. We also saw that frequent fastings and waiting says that for they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. In other words, they will not lose strength. They will, their, their strength will not wither. Their strength will not, will not, will not reduce. Each day they are revived. Each day they are revived. Each time they are revived. Each season they are revived. Why? Because they know the secret place. The secret place is called the place of waiting. The place of waiting. The place of waiting. When an eagle hides itself, it is not that it is dead. It is only waiting to renew the feathers. When it comes out, it comes out with brand new feathers. And when it starts sorry, no animal in the air can beat it. I pray that after you engage this 14 days fasting and prayer, you will prevail against every principality and power. And every issue that has been contending with you since last year, you will prevail over them in Jesus' name. That is one of the secrets to fruitfulness in our spiritual life. Jesus said, this kind, this level, go and not, except by prayer and fastings. Hallelujah. Put your two ones together for Jesus. The next one is a lifestyle of holiness. It's not today you are holy. Tomorrow you backslide and you come back. Lord, forgive me. Lord, your word says your grace is available. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. A lifestyle of holiness. Where holiness becomes your lifestyle. It becomes a consistent thing in your life. Where in as much as grace is available to you, you live according to the word of the Lord. That is holiness. You abstain from evil. The Bible tells us, Hebrews 1 verse 9 concerning Jesus, that thou hast loved righteousness and you have hated iniquity. Therefore, 
the Lord thy God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above all your mates. Listen to me. You have a mate. You have colleagues. You have people you completed with. You have people you started life with. What would distinguish you from them is a lifestyle of holiness. If you can be connected to holiness as a young man, like Joseph, you will not compromise to the desires of the flesh. You will not compromise to the baggage of Potiphar's wife and the things that the world will give in return. If you will not do that, then God can trust you with Egypt, can trust you with the powers of the nations, can trust you with the wealth of the nation. Somebody will step into a realm of fruitfulness after tonight. Your amen shows I'm prophesying about you. Your amen just showed I'm prophesying about you. So today, I want to deal with something very, very powerful. It's still in line. It's also a determinant of spirituality. What can make you spiritually fruitful so that your business will respond, so that your marriage will respond? What can make it fruitful? Today I'm starting with something that should have been the first. But I intentionally brought it here because of a reason. I'm starting with the first thing. You must be born again. That is the next point. You must be born again. It's actually the beginning. It's actually the beginning. But for some reason, I decided to bring it here. You must be born again. It's the first step to spiritual fruitfulness. It's like asking yourself, how can I be a dog? You must be born a dog. Hello? Is it that simple? How can I be a man? You must be born a man. You can go and change your organ. You are not a man. You can add some breast or whatever. If you are not a woman, you are not a woman. If you will be a man, you must be born a man. And if you be a woman, you must be born a woman. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? And so for you to be spiritual or for your spiritual life to increase so that you'll be able to relate with God well, the first step is to be born again. Is to be born. John 3 verses 3 to 6. John 3 verses 3 to 6. The dialogue between Jesus and Nicodemus. The dialogue between Jesus and Nicodemus. Jesus told Nicodemus a secret. Nicodemus came admiring the power and the anointing of Jesus. And Jesus answered him and told him, and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hello, hallelujah. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, scripture has made us understood that the kingdom of God is not in meat and in drink, but in righteousness, in, in peace, and then in the joy in the Holy Spirit. And so the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So for you to live a righteous life, for you to live a life of peace with all men, for you to have joy that is not from happiness but from God, you need to be born again. So except a man be born again, he cannot be righteous. He cannot be peaceful. He cannot have joy. That is beyond the situations of life. Can I hear an amen here? And so the first step to experiencing the kingdom or seeing the kingdom is to have the, the, the experience we call born again. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born since he's old? We enter into his mother's womb and be born? Obviously a natural question. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit. Water represents the word of God. Because the scripture says, John 17, 17, what us by 
by thy word for thy word is what truth and so the word of god is likened to water so except a man be born of water which is the word of god and of the spirit because the bible says that we are born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible the word of god that lives and abides forever so water is the word of god because it takes the word of god acted upon by the holy spirit in our heart for us to be born again verse 6 that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit that is my emphasis that which is born of the flesh will be flesh the reason why you are a human being is because you were born by a human being you are not born by excuse me to say a lesser animal you were born by a human being that's why you're a human being now for you to be spiritual you must be born by the spirit and that is the process we call born again someone say born again do you understand clap your two hands together you have to be in the spirit in order for you to live in the spirit you have to be in the spirit in order for you to live in the spirit colossians chapter 2 the verse number 13 and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh has he revived together with him having forgiven you all your trespasses so once upon a time before you became born again you were dead and on monday or tuesday i explained to you that when the bible says you are dead or adam the day you eat of the fruit you will die he was not talking about physical departure of your spirit he was talking about insensitivity to god that the day you eat of the fruit you will die to god you will be insensitive to god you can be alive but your leg is dead and they'll cut it off you can be alive but your hand is dead they'll cut it off and that's what they call stroke they are there but no life is in the hand no life is in the left hand that is what we call it so when god told adam that the day you eat of this fruit you will die he was speaking about insensitivity towards god that the fellowship between god and adam was going to be cancelled and was going to be separated and so we said that once upon a time we were alienated separated far away from god and that is what he's saying here that you who were dead insensitive because of your sins and your uncircumcision of your flesh has he revived the word is regenerate everybody say regenerate has he revived he has brought your dead battery back to life those days i used to hear a word like like in your kiki battery how many of you have heard that thing before in your kiki battery the word is quicken j kick is quicken in your quicken battery i'm going to put life into the battery so they have something they used to touch it and then life comes back into the battery what they have done is that they have quickened it and the grandma will say they have kicked it I'm a gunman, so don't come and beat me. I'm one of you. <laughs> Amen. And so our dead spirit that was dead to God couldn't hear from God, couldn't receive from God, couldn't work for God, couldn't have communication with God because of sin has now been quickened using the cross. The cross was the electrolyte that was used on us. And the light come, and then our spirit came up again. Wow, and that is what we call what born again. So when you see any Christian out there, the spirit has been regenerated, it has received life, and so it can fellowship and can be spiritual one more time. That is why we can hear from God, that is why we can fellowship with God. So born again is a necessary requirement, is a necessary requirement for spiritual fruitfulness. Can I hear an amen? Oh, an amen. The next point. Walk by faith. Walk by faith. After you are born again. Now, for you to have 
a spiritual relationship. This week we made to be what you said here. Unin yaminte unhum abra bonebe koso. Esa de sa unhum abra bonu koso. A Bible say afe unhunam abra bonso unye u business wa wari bibi abe koso. No amount of anointing oil can substitute that. No amount of uh, pray for me substitutes that. He said, I wish above all things that you will prosper even as your soul is already prospering. So your soul must be already prospering before you think about prosperity in another aspect of your life. And so this week, don't be angry with me. Don't be, don't, don't feel like I'm bored. I'm not bored. Not that I'm trying to be creepy. I'm not trying to be creepy. I am actually reviving your spirit so that the remaining year the, or the remaining months in the year, you will begin to bear fruit after your kind and every good thing about your life will start manifesting. I'm just prophesying about your own life. Hallelujah. Walk by faith. Walk by faith. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. Walk by faith. The Bible says that for we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. If you want to be spiritual this year, you have to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. Don't walk by the things you see. Men fe we ni enante. Fe ujidye enante. Bible says ye Christopher. Ye die jidye ni edinante. We walk by faith and not by our eyes. Can I have an amen? Hebrews 11.6. I love that chapter because it talks a lot about the generals of faith. It said, but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that comes to God must first believe. Now everybody listen to this. You are trying to have a relationship with God. You are trying to be fruitful in your spiritual life. We say spiritual fruitfulness has to do with having a good fellowship or relationship with God who is also a spirit and you a spirit. Advancing or progressing in that one. Your relationship with God. And we are saying over here the scripture is telling us that without faith nobody can make God happy. Nobody can be fruitful in his spiritual life. Because, and he gives us the reason why. He says, because whoever comes to God, whoever comes to God and becomes born again, must first believe that God is and is also the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In other words, whoever will have a relationship with God, whoever will be fruitful in his spiritual life, must first believe in the reality of God and secondly believe in the abundance of the same. Did you hear me? For you to get your blessing from God, you must first believe that God is real. He's not a fake story. Some people say God is not real. Yes. So for you to be able to receive something from God, you must first believe that He is real. And then secondly, you must believe that He's able. You understand these two things. And so he's telling us that without faith, you cannot get there. For whoever will get into that place of being fruitful spiritually or pleasing God, that person must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of they that diligently seek. He's able to do for them. Hallelujah. May God reward your hard work. As you pray for the church and you pray for the kingdom of God and you go about winning souls and you shepherd people and you run cells and you work in the house of God, may God reward you abundantly. Your amen shows I'm talking to you. May God reward you abundantly. May heaven reward you abundantly. Hallelujah. Am I talking to someone? 
Now, you cannot relate with God without faith. For faith is an essential requirement for spiritual fruitfulness, like I've explained. Now, why is faith an important requirement when you come to God? Why is faith necessary if you will do well spiritually? If this year, 2020, you can say that, Charlie, I've been able to really live a spiritual life for one year. How will it be? By faith. Why is it so? Why is faith the necessary requirement? Because number one, faith is responsible for your salvation. So we became born again by faith. The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 that for we are saved by grace through faith. In other words, faith is the pipe that transports the grace of God that saves us. So if your pipe is broken, you will not get water in your house. You realize that sometimes there is no water flowing in your tap. And then you go to bed and say, oh, uh, there's a problem at the wager. There's some uh, pipe, whatever, that is broken or something. The reason is because that pipe is what transports or conveys or carries the water into your homes. Now, what carries the grace of God for you to be saved is your faith. Your faith is the pipe through which the grace that is pumped from the cross reaches to your heart. Am I saying something? Am I saying something? And so, that is why faith is so important for a child of God. For a spiritual person like you. Faith is so important because you are first and foremost saved by faith. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. Faith is responsible for our fellowship. And we can't see him. But we still believe he is present. Number two. Faith is responsible for our fellowship. Number one is faith is responsible for our salvation. And I'm GDSO near GDSO and Kwa. And I'm GDSO here. Secondly, Amen. With fellowship. Listen, relationship is different from fellowship. Hello? There's a difference between I may have a relationship with you. You are my father. I'm your son. But if we don't have fellowship, it simply means we don't talk. The relationship won't change. No matter if I even go to America and you are in China, you are still my father. The relationship is there. So relationship doesn't change. It doesn't get broken. But fellowship gets broken. And so you see a mother and a daughter who don't talk. But go and check it. The DNA. They are related. You see a father and a child. They don't talk. But go and check that. You can't deny. The DNA will reveal that there is a relationship. Hallelujah. So there can be a relationship. The prodigal son, after he has left home and was eating pig's food, he was still a son. Only that he was prodigal. There was a break in the fellowship. Do you understand? I pray for you that this year you not only have a relationship as a child of God, but you have a fellowship with God. You will have a fellowship with God. You will be able to speak to God. And God will be able to speak to you. Lift up your hands and say you are prophesying about me. Hallelujah. Hebrews eleven six tells us that we come to him by faith. And so what I mean is that we can't see God. But the reason why we are able to relate to him, to believe that he's present and to even talk to him is because of faith. When you came here, you didn't see God anywhere. Where is he? I want to see him. You didn't see God anywhere. But you came here for one reason. You believe that the scripture says for where two or three, Matthew 18, 20, for when two or three are gathered together in his name, he's there. That one alone 
will make you board your whatever, drive a long journey and come to a certain place called church. Why? You believe that you will find God. It's faith. <laughs> Say faith. So you see that faith is the reason why you go on your knees, you are going for an interview and you are talking, oh God, please help me. But why is he? You can't see him. But you are talking to someone you can't see. The reason why you are related with him that way is because of your faith. You believe some way, somehow. So you believe that God is everywhere and nowhere. David says that where will I hide from thy presence? If I go to the highest of heaven, you are there. If I go to the lowest of hell, there, I even make my bed, I will find you there. Amen. We are going to pray. But I hope I'm blessing someone. I want your spiritual life to catch fire. To catch fire so that the rest of the year, your words will be burning with fire. When you say, I receive this job, it appears. Why? Because spiritually, you are bole. Spiritually, you are strong. So when the demons are sent to your house, they said wrong address. Say wrong address. When they see your picture, they say, please try another shrine. I've, uh, I've gone on leave. Try another shrine. When they go with your dress and they arrive at the place with your dress, instead of they using your dress against you, your dress will be against them. Why? Because the handkerchief and the, and the towers of Paul and the rest of the apostles, they were healing the sick and casting out devils. You too, you are wearing a dress. Oh. You too, a child of God. After you, your dress, it doesn't even heal. They even use your dress to balay you. You need help. So the pastor, they came to take my, my shoe and then they went to use my shoe. You have a problem. The fact that they were able to take your shoe and use it against you means you have a problem. It means that spiritually you are dead. <laughs> you don't carry fire. That is why they're chicken. They are making their, their, their room in your pot. You don't ca- There's no fire there. Once there is fire there, they will relocate. May every devil relocate from your life. Anything that cannot stay in Jesus cannot stay in you. Can sickness stay in Jesus? Can also stay in Jesus? Can fiber stay in Jesus? Can you plan accident for Jesus and he will die? Bible says that even the storms, the wind, the, 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 the sea, listen to him. What manner of man is this? That man is in you. I said that man is in you. I command that fibroid to live your life. I command that usher to live your life. I command that blindness to live your life. I command that sickness to live your life. And that trouble from your family, I command it to let you go. Shout, I receive deliverance. Amen. Because number three, faith is responsible for your deeds in Christ. Even though we can't see him physically, we believe he's very real and present with us. And this makes us holy, live holy lives and also perform acts of service. The reason why we live holy life, Joseph said, I cannot sin against God. But God was in there. So it was only himself and Potiphar's wife. So the reason why we live holy lives this year is by faith. Faith is the reason why we act or we don't act. Our actions and inactions are determined by faith. That is why it's important that you walk by faith. That is why it's important. I'm giving you reasons why you must walk by faith. Because what are you will be holy if you are tempted to steal the money or leave the money. As you are going, the money is calling you. Take me, take me, take me. And the voice of the Holy Spirit said, it's not yours. Don't take it. It's not yours. Don't take it. The reason why you will take the money that doesn't belong to you is because you don't believe God is there. You think God is Pastor Prince. He's not even an angel. Not to talk of God. He's not God. As they said, oh, since my pastor is not here, 
I can keep it. Nobody saw it. God is there. God is there. Joseph knew God was there. So Joseph says, I cannot touch another man's wife. Mm. And this is real. Someone was telling me, he says, Pastor, the job I went to do for when I got there, the woman says that unless she sleeps with me, a woman says that unless I sleep with you before I'll give you the job. And the person called me to tell me. When I got this, unless I see, you think it's only women? That yeah, girls, that men have been abusing. You don't know. <laughs> the only problem is that you, you may not be a fine boy. You've not heard some people. But the fine boys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you are, you are a fine boy, you will know that the thing can turn. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are getting somewhere. And so the reason why you live a holy life is because of your faith. The reason why you work for God in the church is because of your faith. Number four, reason why we must work by faith. Faith is actually the culture. It's the lifestyle of God. It's actually the lifestyle of God. The culture of God. What is culture? Culture is a way of life of a people. The language, the food, the dance, the song, or the music. So faith is the language of God. When God comes to speak, God speaks faith. If you don't understand, I beg, I beg people won't flow with you. If you don't understand, guns will not flow with you. That's how it is. If you want to flow with God, you must understand his language. Do you understand me? When he came up, up and he saw darkness, he didn't say the place is too dark. He said, let there be light. That's faith. That's faith. That is why when I don't have money, I don't say I don't have money. When I'm not feeling well or I'm sick, I don't say I'm sick. I speak God's language. Say, I'm wonderful. I'm feeling wonderful. And me and God, we know what we are saying. It means that I'm believing God that health will come for my body to be wonderful. Money will come to my pocket for my, for my pocket to be wonderful. So I said that Charlie today I'm feeling wonderful in my pocket. It's a language. Say it's a language. <laughs> Say it's a language. The Bible says that for he who caused the things, Romans 14 verse 23, who called the things that are not there as if they are there. That's God's way of life. That's his culture. He needs money. He says there is money. He doesn't say that I don't have money. He says there is money. I have a child. I have a baby. That's faith. Say faith. It's a language. So we relate with God because that's his culture. And if we also have that culture, then he will be able to accept us. If you will be fruitful spiritually this year, you must begin to walk by faith and not by sight. Believe in the reality of God and believe in his ability. Like I told you, faith is responsible for all transactions. Finally, number five, faith is responsible for all transactions. The money you need to buy your blessing in the kingdom is called faith. It's called faith. The money you need to get your baby, the money you need to get that marriage, the money you need, all that Jesus requires of you is your faith. That is the transaction point. Hebrews 11 verse 11 tells us that by faith we receive our miracle. Sarah, by faith, received her miracle. Hebrews 11, 11. By faith, she received strength to have her own baby in her old age. So what will deliver your miracle to you is by faith. That is why faith is important that you must walk by faith. And also, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 28, Jesus tells us, if only you believe, all things are possible unto him who believes. In other words, all things, traveling, Business, marriage, education, spiritual life, starting church, growing your church, starting a cell, growing yourself. All things are possible. Your healing, 
that sickness the doctors have written, it can disappear without a trace. I prayed for several people with such testimony. It can disappear without trace that they cannot see where it's going to. And I'm telling you that all you need is what? Faith. Jesus came. A man brought his son who was sick. And the son was dying. And the son was falling into fire and all sorts of things. Epilepsy and several other demons. And then Jesus asked the man, that, do you believe that I can do this? If you can believe it, then all things are possible unto him who believe. Then the man shouted and said, I believe Lord, but in case my belief is not enough, then top up my belief. This year, may the Lord top up your belief. I said, this year, may the cross make up for your belief. Put your two ones together for the Lord. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died, that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, Adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 543 248 982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.